What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
<clears throat> yes, good evening, everyone in the USA, including Canada, all over the world, Long Island, five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka YouTuber, aka The Greginator, aka Lonely Nomad, aka Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now listening and tuning into the 68th episode. That's right, episode 68 of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. And a little quick side note here um, before we even get to chatting on the jazz. Um, I do apologize for, for not recording due to some unexpected rearranging of my room and stuff. But um, had a had a crazy few days and stuff, so I couldn't really necessarily, you know, think mentally. So I couldn't really necessarily... Um, focus on some stuff so anyway um like i said i wanted to get that out the way to let y'all know that what i was going through and and mentally physically and spiritually physically i'm okay um spiritually yeah i'm fine spiritually mentally um it's a challenge so um and that's pretty much what's been going on with me mentally physically and spiritually so without further ado um if you are new to the channel of the youtuber universe and a new listener from all the audio streaming platforms which i will get to um before the end of the show all you need to do is go grab the subscribe button all right be sure to enable alerts alongside with the notification bell for more video content when the show goes in the air live via live stream. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes of the topics that was discussed. Share the videos alongside with tell a friend to, to another friend. And also make sure you Share the podcast along with oil streaming platforms. Like I said, I will go over um, where you can look it up um, at the end of the show. So now that I got that out the way, without further ado, we are going to get to a segment that I like to call Chatting on the Jazz. Let's get a little sound effect for this one right here. And our first topic in channel the jazz has to do with an idiot. That's right, an idiot who goes by the name of Lauren Lauren um Preferly. So check this out. Lauren Preferly is an Oregon special education assistant who wore blackface to dress as Rosa Parks at a Mabel Rush Elementary School in Newburgh in a protest against vaccine mandates. You know, this is the stupidest 
story that I ever heard? How many times do you hear about idiots doing blackface? How many times do you hear people doing some stupid ass shit? You, she's one of the sugar fucking burgers, man. Waiting to be eaten. Listen, so preferably was identified as the school employee by the Newburgh graphic. The school district has mandated the COVID-19 coronavirus vaccine for all staff members and with limited medical and religious exemptions, the newspaper reports. You know, what the hell... What the hell are religious exemptions? Somebody fucking help me with this shit because I'm having a hard time with this. But I digress on that one right there. So last Friday, one of our employees reported for work in blackface. The employee was removed from the location and HR has placed the employee rather on administrative leave. The administration of Newburgh Public Schools condemns all expressions of racism. Yes. And this deserves a buzzer. And um, of course, Newburgh Public Schools said in a September 20th, 2021 press release, in quote, it is important to remember how blackface has been used to misrepresent black communities and do harm. We acknowledge the violence that this represents and the trauma it evokes, regardless of intention. The 41-year-old preferably staged her protest against vaccinations on September 17, 2021. The school district said the district did not name preferably. Here's what we know about um, Lauren preferably. Preferably told another staff member she darkened her face with iodine to look like Rosa Parks. Okay, that was a dumb move right here. According to the Newberg graphic, Preferly told another staff member who was granted um, anonymity by the newspaper that she intended to look like Rosa Parks during her protest against vaccine mandate, comparing her protest to Rosa Parks' protest against racial discrimination. See, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story right there. I don't see how it's basically the same thing. It's definitely not the same. You get what I'm saying? It is not the same, folks. Um, and forgive me, I'm trying to um set up my 17 live stream. I don't know what happened, so I'm actually going to be setting up here. So we're online. We're online right now. So in case anybody don't know, we are live and direct on StreamYard, YouTube, and I'm doing a live stream on 17 Live, which is a which is formerly known as livid so um so forgive me for that one right there so um so um where did i okay 
The newspaper wrote that Preferly darkened her face with iodine. No photos or videos of Preferly in her Parks costume have emerged. Preferly does not appear to have any social media pages and has not made any statements about her intentions. Ah, man. (laughs) She has no excuses for this one, man. (laughs) No excuses for this one. Um, at the at a press conference, Greg told reporters no students witnessed the incident, according to the Oregon. Um, and basically <clears throat> did not comment on the specific case, but said our range of responses does indicate include termination as an option for certain situations. Preferably, as a special education assistant at the elementary school and previously worked at another school in the district. Preferably works as a special education assistant at Mabel Rush Elementary School in the Newburgh School District. For the details about her employment, including how long she has worked for the school district, were not immediately available. <clears throat> Preferably previously worked at another school in the Newburgh district, also as a special education assistant, according to the district's directory. She worked in the Learning Resource Center at the Atlanta Crater Elementary School, the district's website shows. The school district said in a statement, in quote, Each incident report is always taken seriously as we diligently, I know how to pronounce folks, so just bear with me, okay? I'm human. Follow our policies to investigate and take appropriate action, the school district said in its press release. In quote, we continue to work towards a safe and welcoming environment in our schools that is free from bullying and reduces mental, emotional, and physical harm. Blackface has no place in our schools, and we are committed to the work of creative spaces where every student belongs as we move forward together in our mission of educating students. Okay. Preferably, who previously lived in Las Vegas and California, started a failed gluten-free and organic raw food and drink business in Beverton called the Clean Cafe. You got to be fucking shitting me, man. That, that <laughs> Like, anybody's going to fall for that shit. <laughs> oh, man. This is crazy. Um, <clears throat> All right. So, preferably a divorced mother of two has lived in Oregon for several years and previously lived in California and Las Vegas. She could not be reached for comment by Heavy and she has not commented publicly. According to public records, Preferly started a failed restaurant in Beaverton, Oregon in 2014 called The Clean Cafe. Yeah, I think she should have renamed it, renamed it something else though. <laughs> <laughs> the clean cafe. 
Was she clean about doing that blackface? No, she wasn't. I'd say. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry for laughing, but I had to laugh at this because this is crazy. We're living in a world where you think idiots, which I call them sugar burgers. I don't call them Karens anymore because Sugar burgers, sugar burgers kind of fits the narrative of things, man. How they actually want to get away with things. You know damn well just because you're white doesn't mean you're going to get away with things, all right? You crazy ass bitch. I don't mean to sound like that, but it kind of pissed me off, though, man. Like, you got to understand, man. I'm pretty sure a lot of people were pissed off about this. I would, I would, too. So, so let's keep going. All right. Um, yeah, she first registered the company herself in 2014 and then had a lawyer register the business again in 2015, but it was closed as of 2016 record show. The Clean Cafe's Facebook page states, in quote, the Clean Cafe desires to serve tasty foods, drinks free, free of gluten, to be exact, with organic and raw options. The page adds, do you or someone you know have a hard time eating in a healthy way? No need to worry at the Clean Cafe. We offer healthy meals, shakes, and smoothies at a reasonable price. The Newbergs... Um, school superintendent said he is horrified, angry, and ashamed, calling Preferly's actions un- unfathomably offensive. Newburgh Public School Superintendent Joe Morlock said in a statement, in quote, We've seen some dehumanizing and deeply disturbing expressions of racism in recent days involving our district. As always, our deepest concern for is for the well-being of our students and our staff. Every day we work towards building an environment where every student is work welcomed and safe and where there is absolutely no tolerance for racist or bullying behavior. Okay. He added I am horrified, angry, and ashamed that this happened, as is nearly every other staff member. The students of color in Newburgh deserve so much more. This goes against everything I and the vast majority of NSD staff believe, and it's unfathomably offensive. Morlock said, if we had the power to entirely eliminate deep-seated racism, we would we would in a heartbeat. But the painful truth is that clearly racist behavior exists in our own in our town, in our state, and our world, not just in the major and overt ways we've seen recently, but in subtle ways that affect people of color every single day. We must attempt, we must interrupt rather and respond we must do better he continued in a statement it goes like this it is important to remember the terrible historical context of blackface how it has been 
used to misrepresent and demean black communities and how much harm and pain it continues to cause. This behavior represents violence and evokes trauma. It is beyond unacceptable. It is also important to acknowledge that references to our nation's horrific history of the slave trade, which were made in the recent social media incident, have devastating consequences. Consequences, yes, to our students who we love and serve. It too is beyond unacceptable. Each incident reports is always taken seriously as we diligently follow our policies to investigate and take approach. Excuse me, appropriate action. All right, um, let me take a drink, man. I'm sorry. Hold on. Okay, Moeller said in a statement, in this context, we say again that Newburgh Public Schools and its staff condemn racism in all its forms in the strongest terms possible. Our administration and staff are working hard to create schools where, where each and every student belongs as we move forward together in our mission of safely educating students. I think y'all need to do more than just that, though, man. Seriously, like, how do you, how do you sleep at night, knowing that this has been going on for for a very, very long fucking time? Like, come on, man. Really, really, though. Hold up. Okay. Hold on a second, guys. Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> okay. Ty Harden Moore, a black former school board candidate and parent, told the Newburgh Graphic, this makes sense only because we have our county commissioner, Mary Starrett who drew that line between vaccine mandates and Jim Crow. That was only a couple months ago. Our country, no, excuse me, county to be exact. Leadership is saying basic public health measures are akin to Jim Crow. There is a line between our political leadership and something like this happening. Our leadership matters. Um, Okay. Um, let me see. So the incident involving Perfairly is the latest controversy the school district has dealt with. In early September, the conservative control school board declined to respond. A policy banning Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ pride displays from the district schools. The Newburgh Graphic reported. According to the newspaper, the policy has drawn concern and protest from the ACLU and the local teachers union. Morlock, the superintendent, told the school board he has been advised 
the policy is illegal. Also, in September 2021, the Newberg Graphic reported that screenshots emerged from a racist Snapchat group that included Newberg students. The group also included racial and homophobic slurs, according to the newspaper. The students joked about auctioning off Black classmates as slaves, according to the newspaper. Morlock said in a statement like this. Our school district has been in the news a lot lately. It adds a lot of stress for everyone, and I have concern for our students and staff. I want to remind us all that we are not the sum total of news headlines. We are people, and I believe that we're all better off when we're working together on these difficult issues and when treating each other with respect. With regard to the social media incident that involves students at Newburgh High School, I want to make it clear that racist and bullying behavior has no place in our schools or community. We are grateful to students and others who reported the incident. As Principal Arian wrote yesterday, we are taking this matter extremely seriously. We will investigate all involved and follow our policies for any disciplinary action. By law and for student privacy, we cannot sh share the results of any disciplinary action taken. We are we also are utilizing our systems of support for all students negatively affected by this and other bullying behavior. Thank you to our high school administration and counseling staff who are taking the lead and to staff in all our schools. Okay, um, before I keep going, listen, for those of you who are following me on 17 Live, I want you to share the live stream and be sure to, you know, hand out hand out gifts, whatever you want to call it, whatever you can offer, all right? So for those of you who may not know, I have an account with 17 Live, and you can follow me on the app, which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York. All right. Um, that's G Money Stacks Queens, New York. And there you go. All right. <clears throat> um, so, Mola said in his statement after the Preferly incident, when harmful actions like this come to the surface and the traumatic impacts of those actions are recognized we all children and adults can work towards improving the environment and the supports we employ for each and every student no matter their identity i am absolutely committed to doing that work let's do it together hmm yeah yeah that's interesting speaking of interesting we got another story in regards to in regards to police in terms of what they are saying about rethinking the street safety in terms of the gun incidents that's been happening so we're going to take a look at this right here um so 
Um, basically, this is this is from the website cbsnewyork.cbslocal.com. Um, police have arrested a Westside doorman and three out-of-state um, accomplices on charges of selling an arsenal of 80 weapons. 80 weapons? What? Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. 80 fucking weapons? Are you serious? How many weapons is being smuggled? Are you serious? Wait, this is crazy, man. This is very crazy. I had to do it, man. I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to do it. So, um, yeah, 80 weapons on the street of Manhattan while numerous gun violence cases stunned the city. A police expert told CBS2 Marshal Kramer on Tuesday it's a sign the city street safety strategy needs a major overhaul. You can't hear the guns blasting on the surveillance video footage released by the NYPD, but you can feel the terror of a wild shootout in the Bronx. Two groups are seen firing shots at each other as others run or duck for cover. There was also the terror of a Manhattan robbery. A man is seen walking down West 33rd Street when two men on a scooter robbed him at gunpoint. In another example, a man seen is seen sitting in a scene in, excuse me, sorry, as a car on West 72nd and Columbus Avenue when an unknown person in a dark sedan pulls alongside and starts shooting. They were not isolated incidents. They happened over the last few days. Pace University professor and former NYPD lieutenant Darren Porcher told Kramer things have got to change. A lot of the lawbreakers feel as if they can act with impunity because the NYPD has been more aggressive as opposed to proactive in targeting these gun violent crimes that have happened. Porcher said the NYPD needs to pinpoint places where gun violence erupts and flood those areas with cops. Um, they're not afraid of the NYPD. In addition to that, our elected officials have not rolled out the necessary agenda to make us feel safe, Porcher said. Porcher also said uh, the Iron Pipeline Guns flowing into New York City from states with lax gun laws is partially to blame, a fact that was on full display at police headquarters where Commissioner Derma Shea and Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance displayed 80 guns they, conf they confiscated in a huge gun trafficking bus and that involved Guns from Tennessee allegedly sold on the street by the doorman at the West 55th Street building. <sighs> wow. Um, I don't see guns on the on this table. What I see is victims. I see kids gunned down in the street. I see mothers standing at funerals, Shay said. 
But Kramer questioned Shay about all the other gun incidents striking terror in the hearts of those who live here. How frustrating is it for you that despite the fact that you've taken 80 guns off the street, there's still this constant drumbeat of gun crime, Kramer said. Yeah. The focus has to be more so on the small number of people that carry guns, and we must deal with that side of the equations. And, of course, Vance said one answer may be a new gun kingpin bill that increases penalties for gun trafficking, Porcher said. It will also take more cops targeting gun crimes, and it will take a new mayor to do so. Well, let's hope Eric Adams gets in there and maybe he could do something about this. I mean, he has the experience and like, this is crazy, man. And I don't really have that much to say on this one right there. And this is just not, I don't want to waste my time on this one. So I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to, um, Wendy Williams, the ladies first. I haven't had a chance to talk about Wendy Williams because I didn't have time. So here it is right here. So for those of you who may or may not know what happened with Wendy Williams, Wendy Williams didn't premiere her season 13 episode, um, season of her talk show. And there's some stuff that's going on. So I'll, you know, talk about this. So the premiere of the Wendy Williams show has been delayed once more as the host continues to have health struggles. The show announced the premiere date delay on Instagram writer Wendy Williams has been and continues to be under a doctor's care and is still not ready to return to work. We plan to return. We plan to return on October 18th. The show also noted now Wendy's breakthrough COVID case is no longer an issue and she has tested negative, but she is still dealing with some ongoing medical issues. Oh boy. Um, previously, we reported that the Wendy Williams show confirmed on Tuesday that the talk show will return for season 13 on October 4th with all new hot topics. The wait is over. Season 13 starts on Monday. The show captioned a short trailer for the upcoming season. You don't want to miss it. Blah, blah. Um, the season 13 premiere was previously set to air on September 20th, but pushed back after Williams tested positive for COVID-19 and was later hospitalized due to an alleged psychiatric issues. Well, that's scary. And to allow Wendy time to quarantine and fully recover and to ensure that our production abides by all um, S-A-G um, A-F-T-R-A and D-G-A COVID protocols. We expect to begin the 13th season of the Wendy Wind Show on Monday, October 4th. The statement continued. In the meantime, repeats will be scheduled. Wendy's team previously posted that she was battling ongoing health issues that prevented her from promoting the show. Wendy's dealing with some 
ongoing health issues and is undergoing further evaluations. The statement reads, she will not be able to complete her promotional activities next week, but can't wait to be back in her purple chair Monday, September 24th, 13th season. Um, According to a Wendy source, this talk show host is in need of serious help and was drinking every day prior to being hospitalized for psychiatric issues. Her brother, Thomas Williams Jr., uh, spoke out about his sister's condition. I did speak with Wendy. She stabilized. She's doing all right. You know, I can't give all the blow by blows. I told her I'll never perceive her voice through the show. He said, but I do thank you all for all the kind words. I really do believe and have faith that Wendy's going to make it. Her brother continued, it's not an easy fight. It's not one that individuals always win. Sadly, come November, we are on the anniversary of my mother's passing. It's not easy. This isn't easy, but it's necessary. But she's doing well. She's stable. I have spoken with her. We are hanging in there. And that's actually good news to hear, man. You know what? Take all the time you need. Hopefully, and it, this goes back to the previous um people that I talked about that it is okay to take a break for your mental health because mental health matters. And speaking of which, we got to talk about Shopmaster J. I didn't get a chance to talk about this guy for a while since I've been rescheduling um the episodes and stuff. So here we go. So Chopmaster J, co-founder of the Pioneer Hip Hop Group Digital Underground, was told to stay the hell away from an event honoring the group and its late co-founder Shock G, and he certainly isn't happy about it. Sources with the knowledge, direct knowledge tell TMZ, Chopmaster J was ecstatic when he found out the city of Oakland, Oakland would be honoring the group and Shock G at a citywide event last weekend. The day included a digital underground day of proclamation. The problem is, we're told a former band manager reached out to CJ and told him he was not welcome at the event. Making matters worse, we're told the city of Oakland's Digital Underground Day of Proclamation is only to highlight Shock G and not CJ. Digital Underground broke up in 2008 after a fallout between Chop Master J and Shock G. But we're told while they didn't speak for years following the breakup, they still considered each other brothers outside the group. Shock G died in April. Chop Master J, along with his son, who goes by S-O-T-U, formed a new group, D-U, Next Generation. Uh, we're told Chop Master J is bummed his contributions to the group's legacy are not even mentioned in the proclamation. The language is exclusive to Shock G's con contributions, even though 
um, August 25th, 2021, is slated to be Digital Underground Day in Oakland. Wow, I ain't, I didn't even know about this. Um, there's hope things could be uh, rectified. We're told Child Master J reached out to city officials, and so far, the Oakland Mayor Libby um, Schaff has responded, and we're told. The city's currently discussing a separate proclamation for digital underground that mentions Chopmaster J. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, man. And, you know, speaking of crazy, you know, Kanye West is at it, at it again. Yeah, he's at it again. So recently, um, due to the Donda album and the Certified Loverboy album that went that went out, actually, um so this is this is what went down. All right. Um a long time feud between ultra famous rappers Kanye West and Drake has seemingly evolved to the doxing stage. Early Monday morning, West posted a now deleted picture to Instagram that appeared to depict Drake's home address in Toronto. Okay. You know that was that was a dumb move right there. Um, <clears throat> Wes and Drake have been members of a very public feud that originally started when fellow rapper Pusha T revealed the existence of Drake's son, Adonis, in 2018 via a diss track titled The Story of Adi Dunn. Wow. Wow. Drake promptly accused West of disclosing this confidential information to Pusha T, and the two have been fighting ever since. This past week saw the feud gain even more steam. Last Friday, Trippy Red released a track called Betrayal that features a Drake verse. In his verse, Drake appears to address rumors pertaining to Kanye's much-discussed and yet-to-be-released album Donda. According to rumors, West has thought about releasing his latest project on the same day that Drake is scheduled to drop his newest album, Certified Lover Boy. In response to these rumors, Drake confidentially raps, confidently raps, to be exact. All these fools I'm beefing that I barely know, 45, 44, burnt out, let it go. Yeah, ain't changing shit for me. It's, it's set in stone. Not to be Outdone, West took to social media in response to Drake's verse. West posted a screen capture of a group text that appeared to include Drake as one of the participants and a recently added Pusha T. Hold on. Okay. In his post, West seemingly captured a conversation in which he sent a picture of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, as well as a message that read, I live for this. I've been fucked with by nerd-ass jock niggas like you my whole life. You will never recover, I promise you. Though he doesn't directly address Drake by his name, it is likely that Kanye was taking aim at the Canadian rapper. In response to West's latest jab, 
Drake posted a video of himself rapping to IG stories, one of the world's best-selling artists of all time. Drake still gets his fair share of hate that comes with the prolific success back in 2019 while performing at Camp Flog Nah. Drake was relentlessly booed by the audience as soon as he hit the stage. Wes has been a mainstay in the news cycle this year. Besides these doxing shenanigans, the enigmatic rapper was named the wealthiest black man in American history back in March and is reportedly worth close to $6.6 billion. I repeat, $6.6 billion. All right. <clears throat> Wes has drawn the the ira of his fans this summer by announcing uh, and subsequently postponing multiple down the release dates. The rapper made himself at home in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, so that he could continue working on the apparently unfinished album. Having already held two listening parties, Wes is planning to have another listening party in Chicago, um, which already happened. Um, and by the way, man, Drake already beat you to number one already, man. So th- th- here's the thing. I started listening to Kanye West's music when he basically said some outlandish shit. And and I'm pretty sure everybody probably remembers the TMZ stunt that he did. And I'm pretty sure that um that he basically said some crazy shit while he was on stage about um about the whole Harriet Tubman thing who 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 he claimed that he that she didn't really free the slaves. Well he's a fucking idiot for that one right there. And I have to give him a buzzer for this one, man. And I'm going to be shooting some shots right now to the idiot Kanye West. Of course, of course, Drake is one of the main reasons why I listen to music, man. <laughs> if you really think about it, though, man, like, I, um, now... Here's the thing, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Um, well, let me just say. I do. Not basically condone, you know, any particular artist saying um, Atlantis shit. And. And Kanye West should have known better, okay? He should have known better. That is no excuse for his fucking outlandish behavior, despite the fact that he lost his mother in 2008. But still, that is no excuse for what he did. And I'm sorry to say, but he can't get away with this, man, because I'm about to give him a flush. <laughs> oh man, I had to give him a flush, man. I'm sorry, man. But he talking trash. Nah, man. 
that's not wavy for me. That's not wavy, man. And speaking of wavy, okay, we haven't heard about Charlie Baltimore in a long time. So, okay, Tupac unreleased Hit Em Up featuring the Outlaws in June 1996, one of the hip-hop's most infamous diss tracks aimed primarily to at the Notorious B.I.G., Diddy, and Bad Boy Records. The song made it clear just how much disdain Pac had for his rivals at the time. In a new interview with Art of Dialogue, former Murder, Inc. artist and Biggie's ex-girlfriend, Charlie Baltimore, recalls being present the first time Big heard the vicious track. End quote. It was somebody's video shoot, she says. I don't remember whose. Puff was there, and I just remember Puff coming out. I think we pulled up. Puff came out. He was, like, real somber looking, and he was like, yo, I got to play you this record. And that's the first time we heard him up. The whole mood changed. just changed. A video shoot is supposed to be upbeat, happy, whatever. And Big is like, are you fucking serious right now? Serious? This is what we're doing right now? It was just shock. It was just crazy. But as Baltimore points out, Tupac believed the 1994 biggest, biggest um, song, Who Shot Ya, was meant for him when, in reality, it been written before Pac was shot at Quad Studios. Baltimore says Biggie was ultimately hurt by the song and couldn't understand where all this animosity was coming from, especially since they were once friends. You got this dude just riding on you and riding on you and you not knowing what's what, she continues. If I'm not mistaken, Pac mistakenly thought that who shot you was directed at him when who shot it was actually written before Pot had even gotten shot. Who shot ya is not about Pot. Wow. That's a little that's a little fun fact right there. You think? Okay, it was written before Pot got shot, but of course people are going to hear that and say, okay, yeah, that nigga biggie is going at this nigga now, and it's going to be back and forth. But in all actuality, that record was already written. When you listen to it with all that was going on, it does sound like, yeah, nigga, I'm on your ass. And it wasn't like that. On November 30th, 1994, Jimmy Henchman reportedly offered Tupac seven grand to stop by Quad Studios to record a verse for his client little sean but once he arrived in the lobby three men robbed and beat him at gunpoint although tupac tried to fight off his attackers he was shot who shot yeah was released in february 1995 roughly two months after the shooting in an interview with vibe that same year tupac was certain he'd been set up by biggie diddy and henchmen but baltimore remained Baltimore maintains Biggie had nothing to do with the timing of the record. 
Charlie Baltimore did admit the release date for who shot. Yeah, wasn't ideal, but partially understood why it came out when it did. Big didn't have anything to do with when records got released, she says. Yeah, right. My question is, why why discuss this shit right now, man? Like why why bring why bring it up right now? That's my question. I'll wait. Yeah. Of course, right? Yeah, you probably um probably wondering, but that's the sound of the crickets. Um okay. Um all right. Big didn't have anything to do with when records got released, she says. He's on a label. If Puff made that decision to put that record out or whatever, the timing was what it was. Big had already written the record. Elsewhere in the interview, Baltimore was asked if Biggie really thought Tupac had slept with his friends, with his wife, Faith Evans, as he claimed on him and hit him up, to which she replied, he believed it. In the beginning, he believed it. I don't know as time went on he believed it but in the beginning yeah he believed it baltimore signed with irv Gotti and murder inc in 2002 appearing on the ja rule tracks down as bitch and the last temptation christina million spending time and ashanti's rain on me remix she also appeared in biggie and little kim's junior mafia video for the 1995's get money and of course um, there you have it, man. There are some fun facts about what went down. Don't understand why she brings this up, but, um, don't know why. I guess we never know. In other, in other, um, in other music news, of course, uh, Jeezy, uh, basically partners with French liquor brand Nord Spirits. Okay, so when you've been where I've been, it it make it hard to fail. Today we celebrating life and new endeavors. Jeezy wrote on social media, as Jeezy continues to expand his empire far beyond the trap house. The next step in the rapper's evolution as a mogul is his new partnership with French liquor brand. North Spirits. Best known for its rich cognac, vodka, and gin, North Spirits is looking to tap into Jeezy's influence in the urban market as well as his acumen in the business of alcohol. The Atlanta rep expounded on his decision to join forces with North Spirits and how the partnership will be mutually beneficial in a statement coinciding with the news. Nard's rich history as one of the most forward-thinking distilleries in France 
combined with my knowledge and experience in growing brands, particularly in the hospitality and spirits industry, has tremendous potential to see explosive growth here in the U.S., he explained. Jeezy also shared the latest addition to his portfolio with his fans via a photo of the press release on Twitter, writing, in quote, where you been where I been? It make it hard to fail. Today we are celebrating life and new endeavors at Nard Spirits on Twitter. Okay. Prior to teaming up with Nod, Jeezy played an essential role in the branding of Avion Tequila, which became the third best-selling tequila in the U.S. during his tenure as Avion's multicultural advisor. I did not know that. I didn't know that, man. Um, in other news, Jeezy and Jeannie Mar Jenkins, who wed earlier this year, recently announced they are expecting their first child. Okay. Okay, a round of applause for Jeezy and the fact that he partnered with um, Nod Spirits and, of course, the Avion multi Multicultural Advisor. And another applause for expecting their first child. talk about we gotta talk about these rappers that's going to be featured in a new tv show on abc called queens now now in case you probably don't know who the rappers are i am here to fill you in so here we go folks now okay so far in addition to brandy and eve queen's is set to feature appearances from several prominent hip-hop artists. Since being announced earlier this year, Queens has been one of the most anticipated shows this fall. The ABC drama will star Brandy, Eve, Natari, Norton from Power, and Nadine Velasquez as a group of women who were once a part of the successful 90s rap assemble known as Nasty Bitches. After breaking up and going their separate ways, all four of them reunite in their 40s and decide to give their promising music career one more shot. Queens will finally be premiering within a matter of weeks as and as fans get ready for ABC's new series, more exciting news has surfaced. In addition to music industry heavyweights, Brandy and Eve, Queens will also Feature appearances from Jada Kiss, Fivio Foreign, and Cameron, according to Hip Hop DX reports. Jada Kiss and Fivio will reportedly first appear in the show's fifth episode with unknown roles, while Cameron appears in multiple episodes as a rapper who was once featured on one of the group's hit singles. More information has not yet been revealed about each rapper's character, so fans will have to wait until Queens airs to see how 
they interact with nasty bitches, members, explicit lyrics, Professor S- <laughs> Professor S- <laughs> Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Am I reading this right? So the members of the Queen's TV series that each of these um musicians and actresses is actually playing, the members of Nasty Bitches remembers explicit lyric explicit lyrics, Professor Sex, <laughs> the feel, the thrill, <laughs> the butter peak. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> so if any of you may may not know, um, there's a trailer for for Queens. And if you watch the trailer for ABC's Queens, which also features a quick official no, excuse me, off-screen cameo from Swiss Beats below. The hip hop drama is set to premiere on Tuesday, October 19th. Wow. How about that? Maintaining relevancy. Being relevant. Staying relevant into what you love to do. Congrats to Brandy. Okay. Let me see how much time I got on here. All right. Um, I believe that's going to that's gonna do it for this episode. I'm actually got something to say at the end before I get off the air. So so listen, check this out. If you like what you heard, be sure to show some love by making a chair. Charitable donation to my cash app, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign capital G, lowercase M O N E Y, capital S, lowercase T A C K Z 555. It's not about breaking the bank, it's about um, whatever amount you donate will be appreciated, and it's all about you know doing your best. You don't have to have a lot of money to support um something, all right? It's not about having a lot of money, so don't get discouraged about whatever amount you actually decide to give. So it's not about that. So speaking of that, um, I like to I like to get into before I even go to the social media handles. Let me. Let me get to the um, social media handles first, man. First and foremost, be sure to follow me on 17 Live at G Money Stacks Queens, New York. Also, be sure to follow the show on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And in case nobody didn't know, NY stands for New York. All right? Just putting it out there and letting you know about this. And also you can um, follow my other um, podcast pages, which is excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, the sports show um, 
also meticulous vibe juice podcast um which i will try to record today um before i um ended end the night with um with the recording and also you can follow me on the gram g money stacks 555 in queens new york all right um now that i got that out the way let's go over there so let's go over the stream platform um handles shall we now listen if you go on instagram and you go to my primary handle g money stacks 555 in queens new york and my primary show page off the meat rat chains new york podcast you're gonna see a link that says link tree slash g money stacks 555 it's going to fill you in on the link choices of where you can listen to audio stream episodes of off the meat rack chains new york podcast so i'm gonna go over some streaming choices for you guys so here we go we are on podorama we are on anchor audacity audacity we're on spotify we're on audio burst we're on deezer tune in plus alexa we're on player fm Pod Chaser, we're on Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, we're on Breaker, and also um, we are on Castbox FM, and we are on List Notes. We are on Pod Bay, Pod Friend. Don't forget to go to the two links: Pod Chaser and Pod Friend. So you can leave a five-star um, rating, even though you don't have too much to say on there. Um, just give a five-star rating. I really appreciate that. Um, also, let's keep going. Um, other than CastBox FM, we are on Reason FM. We are on Google Podcasts. And don't forget to go listen to Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast on Amazon Music, we are on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. And last but not least, the YouTube. Go grab the subscribe button to G Money Stacks 555 alongside with the other YouTube channels, um, Excellent Fun, Vibrant Podcast, Sports Edition. And, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. And you're going to do the same as I'm going to actually say right here. So, be sure to enable alerts. Press the notification bell for, for more video content so you can be reminded of when the, uh, ep- when the um, show goes on the air live via live stream. Upcoming episodes, previous episodes. That was recorded that will automatically be posted and uploaded to this channel stream right here also be sure to leave a like and a comment and be sure to um download your favorite episodes of course comment on the episodes with the topics um share the videos be sure to tell a friend to another friend. 
and be sure to actually share the video, tell your friends about the topics, tell your friends about Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast on YouTube, which is G Money Stacks 555. Um, basically, basically share the audio streaming platforms along with the YouTube channels that I just mentioned, um, with your friends. All right. Now, um, I do have something that I want to say before we even wrap up this, um, show. So basically it has to do with, um, it has to do with something that I was talking to my sister about actually. And this is pertaining to um, if you have a dream of creating a show, like a podcast, like I'm doing right now, I want to read to you um, what I actually just said to her earlier. Um, Basically, let me just say this and hear me out, guys. So, um. If you have a dream of being a podcaster and like to create a show like myself and and what I'm doing, I will say this. I will say this. Do it for you, not for not for pleasing consumers and audiences. Podcasting is about what you think of the topics with your thoughts, talks, opinions and facts. Don't do this just to be noticed and famous. You do this because it's very therapeutic, just like vlogging and keeping a journal of the stories plus the topics that catches your interest, not just because it's trending. It's about you and how your show is structured and formatted. Also, whatever name you come up with for the podcast fits and represents you. And also remember... As a create as creators, it's important to have ownership and creative control of your shows of what you started. Because you don't want outside corporations, media media productions, and all that other stuff to to um take away your um your creativity, to take away your 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 ability to be hands-on with your shows and how you want to do it. Because I did some research um, probably months ago. And last time I checked, podcasting is booming more than radio stations, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? And let me continue my thoughts on this. Um Basically, um, people go to my YouTube channel because I'm giving them something light to take their minds off of stressful events like family drama, bad days, bad hair days to be exact, (laughs) bad hair days to be exact, work, giving inspirational and motivational sparks to people, especially the ones that is going through dark times with their mental health. Don't worry about the dumbass hater bur- hater garbage burgers because love and success will speak for itself by eating them up like the foods we eat. Homer Simpson style. 
And that's my reason why people go to my um, YouTube channel that someone was asking me. That's what's enticing. I am giving people something like to listen to whenever they're going through something, whether they're going through something traumatic or whatever, because at the same time and the same token of my soul and heart and mind, mental health matters. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why I'm doing this. That's the reason why I'm doing this. And another reason why I'm doing this is because, you know, it's been a whole year since we didn't have anything to laugh at. And I wanted to I wanted to bring, you know, a sense of humor to you. Even though you're not gonna be able to um do certain things during this during the slamdemic of the Delta variants and coronavirus and stuff like that. But <clears throat> that doesn't mean you can't take the time not only for self-care and for you to actually be able to, you know, maintain your mental health because laughter is the best medicine. And speaking of the best medicine, I also would like to say, you know, be sure to reach out to your loved ones, your, your wives, your husbands, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your friends, because that person might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, that person might be going through something very dark, traumatic or whatever. So I actually, um, you know, encouraging you to, and motivating you and inspiring you to actually, you know, take a risk and reach out. There is no good time to reach out to someone that's actually going through something, all right? You can't really put a time frame on everything. You know what I'm saying? The same way you can't find logic in everything, like like a podcast title. You can't find a logic of 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 what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Because at the end of the day, I want to say this actually: there is no wrong or right way to actually do a podcast. You know what I mean? I feel like. You know there is no there is no blueprint into how to do, how to um, be successful. None of that was taught in our schools. All right, none of none of that. Everybody's idea of success is different. I just want to say this though, like you know what I'm saying. I feel the need to actually speak my mind on this because it really, 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 really gets me annoyed that you know people like me who is a rookie podcaster along with other podcasters feel like we're being pigeonholed you can't pigeonhole somebody into into how certain things are formed the same way anybody did ask for their opinions or suggestions or anything like that. No offense. I know where your intentions is going. But if if I didn't ask, I didn't ask. So that's just me expressing myself and my frustration right here, though, man. And to say that my three podcasts is making mistakes, which I don't know why somebody would say something like that. But guess what? 
I'm the one that started the three podcast shows. I was inspired by other podcast shows to actually, you know, go against the grain, taking a risk. And there's a saying, if you take risks, sometimes you receive rewards. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? As a human being, I'm not perfect in terms of, you know, pronouncing words or whatever. But I would appreciate if somebody don't pigeonhole me and bust my chops on whatever case scenario may be. Because if you told me that that you never butchered a word in your life, i tell you this. That's really fucking horseshit right there. And, and therefore, kill that fucking noise with that crazy bullshit, okay? Just kill that fucking noise, man. And let me... Do let me do things to the best of my ability. I'm not trying to be famous and I'm not trying to be on TV or be on stage, you know, in front of people. I'm not that guy. I'm not a music artist. The real performers are music artists like singers, rappers, DJs. You have comedians, you even have poets. Those are the real performers. I'm a host at the end of the day for three podcast shows. I'm not a performer. You can't make me into something that I am not. The same way you can't take the New York out of me, which is part of my identity. And like I said before, don't let anybody stop you from achieving your goals, your dreams, of whatever career field you're doing. And of course, including the podcasting field right here, if you would like to create one, whatever name you choose, be sure and represent be sure it represents you. Not everybody else. Because at the end of the day, not everybody's gonna be pleased about anything. And can we stop the hate? Already, all you fucking garbage burgers out there, can we stop the hate already on trying to bust somebody's chops on whatever disability or whatever case scenario may be? Like, come on, grow the fuck up. And of course, that's my kill that noise. Kill that fucking noise. Rant. All right. And whatever you do, whatever career field you choose, whether it's podcasting, like I said, be sure you do it for you. And ask yourself this question Are you doing this to please your friends, your family members, or are you doing this for you? Because if you're doing this for you, you might be right. Because you're doing something that makes you happy, not the fucking haters. 
Because the fucking haters at the end of the day, they're not the ones being successful anyway. It's all about you. It's not about pleasing consumers. It's not about pleasing anybody. And like I said before, podcasting is about what you think of the topics and your thoughts, talks, opinions, and facts. That's what podcasting is about. And I I had to go hard on this because I wasn't going to say shit for nobody. I don't care who it is. What you're not going to do is try to pigeonhole me into some shit that I am not going to be a part of. I am who I am. Of course, I'm going to make mistakes. Of course, I'm going to butcher on a few words. So fucking what? I'm not aiming for perfection. This is about being able to do what I love. And that's creating content for this live stream, not just for StreamYard, not just for YouTube, but also for 17 live that I'm doing right now, which I will get to your comments in a second before I wrap up. Um, And yeah, and that's pretty much what I had to say right here. And this right here, I'm going to give myself a bell on this one. And an applause for speaking my mind and what's been bothering me. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to continue bottling my emotions and holding my tongue for anybody. I got to be free from all this shit right now. And like I said, I will go over your comments on 17 Live before I wrap up. Okay, hold on. Um, Basically, who is this? Oh, we got Siobhan in the building. Hey, thank you for the snack. Appreciate it. I'm going to poke you right now. Um, Who else made it? Who else made it here? Also, be sure to share the live stream on 17 Live with your friends on here that's following me. And whoever's following you, be sure to share the live stream. I really appreciate that. And, and you know, send some snacks or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Coins, whatever. Um, Okay. Who do you have here? We have... Of course, we have... We have Prima Power. Yes, that's right. Prima Power. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to poke this guy right here. Make sure I poke him. And yeah, I appreciate the two people that actually came in. Thank you, Siobhan. Official. Um, Siobhan Music Official. Speaking of Siobhan Official Music, um, Gold... Check out 
the single with T. Howard, a.k.a. Mr. TKO from All Time Struggle Podcast. Um, they have a single called Get Well Soon. You can stream it on Spotify. You can stream it on um, YouTube or any other streaming platforms where you get your music. All right. And, and basically, let me just say this though, man. I want to say, I want to say something, um, actually, and to say, I want to say thank you. Of course, thank you to the, to everyone out there that's been listening, hearing me out on my rants, hearing me out on my frustration, and of course, hearing me out on, you know, certain things, certain topics that kind of bother me. Um, and also, also be careful out there, be safe. Be sure to mask up. Be sure to um, have your hand sanitizers. Your, you know, washing your hands, your water, your Gatorade with electrolytes because you need that for energy. And I'm pretty sure. Uh, make sure you have your yourself a self care day to take care of yourself. Remember, mental health matters. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening, tuning in, rocking with me. And we are almost in, we are almost at episode 70. So we're going to keep up with the progress. Um, And I hope to reach that um, milestone of the one year anniversary and hopefully reach the 100 episode. So. I'm going to be cooking up some stuff and I'm going to be cooking up some stuff for the Halloween episode. So you guys stay tuned for that one right there. Um, Like I said, man, G money stacks clocking out. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode 68 of off the meat rat chains, New York podcast. And I hope you guys have a safe day. Um, Peace and one love and have yourself a good night. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, 
I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast. O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z N Y P O D C A S T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio stream choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.